Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Sunny has a brilliant question for us. How can astronauts walk around on the moon and especially go out on spacewalks when the temperatures in space can be colder than negative 200 degrees Celsius? Do they not get cold? So Sunny, this is such a great question because in space, most of the time we aren't going to have what we have here on Earth which is an atmosphere. So Earth's atmosphere, and the atmosphere is the air around us, it's that air blanket surrounding the Earth, plays a lot of different, really important jobs and roles for us. One of the things it does is it protects us from radiation from space, like gamma rays and X-rays coming from the sun and other stars. But the other thing that it does is that it is a buffer for us. So it's a buffer for the temperature. You could think about it a lot like you think about clothing. So it helps us to not get too hot or too cold. It's kind of like if you've ever been at the beach or a swimming pool maybe, and the sun was shining down on your skin, right? Maybe you have your arm is bare or your back is bare and you feel the sun shining on you and it's really, really hot. Well, if you put a shirt on on top, maybe like a nice loose long sleeve shirt, then it's going to block some of that and it's not going to feel quite as hot, right? It's going to sort of equalize that temperature out. Now, on the other hand, if you're really cold, then you can put on a sweater or a jacket and that's going to trap some of the heat coming from your body inside it's going to create this pocket of air right next to your body and keep you warm that's sort of what the atmosphere is doing it's keeping the earth warm it's keeping it just at about the right temperature so at night it does get a little bit colder than it does during the day but not that much colder now the moon is totally different because the moon has barely any atmosphere at all it has a little bit of gas that gravity is holding on to, but so little that most of the time we can just say the moon doesn't have an atmosphere. Same thing with Mercury, by the way. And so what happens with the moon is that the side that is facing the sun gets really, really hot. And remember, the moon, it is spinning just like Earth is spinning, but it spins a lot slower. So the side of the Earth that you're on is just facing the sun for the daytime here on Earth. So maybe about 12 hours or so, depending on the time of year. If you're on the moon, it's facing it for two weeks. So you have two week long days on the moon and two week long nights. So facing the sun, it gets really hot. You can get hundreds of degrees hot. And then the side that is facing away, the dark side or the night side of the moon, can plummet to absolutely freezing temperatures. It gets really, really cold. So spacesuits have got to do the job 
that our atmosphere would do for us. And so spacesuits have to be able to cool or heat the astronaut inside. That's one of the many things that spacesuits do. When you look at a spacesuit, they look really big and bulky, and they have the big pack on the back that has the air for the astronauts to breathe. They also will have, often they'll have things to drink from if it's going to be a long spacewalk. If they're going on a spacewalk too, they might have a, pair, a big pair of diapers on because you can't go to the bathroom in space, right? But when you got to go, you got to go. And they're also going to have communication. So they have a radio so they can talk with other astronauts because if there isn't any air, you can't make any sound either. And ways to cool them or warm them up and to protect them from the radiation of the sun. Now, this isn't just a problem for astronauts, that you can have these extreme differences between really, really hot and really cold. This is also an issue for our spacecraft. So if you can imagine a satellite that's orbiting around the Earth, it's going to have one side of it that's facing the sun. And that side's going to get really hot. And the side that's facing away is going to get really cold. So engineers have to be very careful when they are designing the spacecraft to make sure that it can have those different temperatures, hot and cold. And some special kinds of spacecraft, we have to create a special shield to protect from the sun. So the James Webb Space Telescope is a great example of this. If you've ever seen a picture of it, it has this big golden part that looks kind of like a honeycomb. Now that's the telescope itself. That's the part that's collecting the light. But underneath it, it has this big kind of, it's not a rectangle, it's more like a diamond sort of shape where it has these flaps. And that's really big. It's about the size of a tennis court actually. And that's the sun shield. So it's several layers of thin material. And that is facing towards the sun and blocking the sunlight from hitting the telescope part because the telescope part has to be really, really cold for it to work. If it gets hot, it won't be able to see the light, the infrared light, which is a really special kind of light. It won't be able to see it if it gets hot. So you have to have this shield to protect against it. We have some other spacecraft that need this sort of shielding as well. An example is the Parker probe. And this is a spacecraft that is designed to study the sun. And so it actually goes really, really close in. So its orbit, the path that it takes around the sun, is like a big oval. So it comes in really close to the sun and then it goes way far out and it comes back in and then goes back out. And so it's going to experience a lot of different temperatures when it's really close to the sun versus when it gets farther away, the side that is that is facing the sun and the side that isn't. So this is something that we have to think about because even though we normally think of space as being really cold and there are really cold parts of space, there's also really, really high temperatures. So we always have to design for that. So Sunny, thank you for this amazing question. This is a great astronautics question, right? So astronautics is thinking about how we actually 
travel in space and how do we send machines and people and equipment into space. So thank you so much, everyone, for being here with us on the podcast, learning about space and science and astronautics engineering together. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about, please have your folks send that into the email in the description. And of course, as always, my friends, I hope that you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.